0: listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1990 American fantasy romance, Edward Scissorhands, directed by Tim Burton and starring Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp. And as ever, alongside me, three men, innocence is what they know, beauty is what I see, I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Okay, guys, Edward Scissorhand, bit of a cult classic. Uh, a lot of people's favourite films, this. I love it. Uh, what are your memories of it? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I like it. It's not a film I've, I've watched um, a huge number of times, um, uh, you know, a few times in the, like, the last 20 years or whatever from whenever I first saw it. But, um, yeah, I really like it. I really like the tone of it. I really like the the visual, the, the, the set design, the costume design is really good. It was when, like, Tim Burton was still... Uh, you know, doing interesting stuff before he just became like a caricature of his own of his own movies.
2: Well, that's that's the thing for me. That's the tricky thing with this film is that it's so easy to disregard it because of what Tim Burton has become since. And it's not Tim Burton. What he does now isn't a million miles away from um, Edward Scissorhands. But it's easy to think Edward Scissorhands isn't as good as. It actually is, because it's inspired so much of Tim Burton's wank, you know, like the obsession with spirals, this adult fairy tale. It kicked off his, you know, his partnership with Johnny Depp, who's in every one of his films. And it just became a bit, it's become tired uh, and tiresome. It's just become tiresome. Yeah, the format, what he does now. And it's so easy to wrap that, wrap Edward Scissorhands up with, with all of that, except actually... What I would say is if you go back and watch Edward Hands, it's fucking good. It's very, very good.
3: Well, yeah, I agree. I think it's easy to dismiss Tim Burton now because I put it down to like a particular divide and I think visual effects has actually harmed Tim Burton a little bit. Mm. If you look, if, you know, since Alice in Wonderland, Child in the Chocolate Factory, um, you know, and so on, those movies have been a lot weaker. Whereas when you go back to obviously him starting out and his 90s work, when you actually revisit it, his voice was so strong, and he created that um, style, and it's absolutely fantastic. And it's—it's mm. it's not my personal favorite. I think Ed Wood would be my personal mm. favorite Tim Burton film. But and you say Beetlejuice and Batman could both be five star movies as well. But this is when he hit peak. Tim Burton is in found his voice yeah.
2: perfectly, and it is his. It is a modern fairy tale masterpiece. It is his. I love that it, it exists, it's, and, and it's so awesome that there's like it's. It's a Hollywood movie, but it's so not in that it's. You know, it, it, it's an original sort of, an original story or it's a modern fairy tale um and it doesn't feel like they would give even someone on Tim Burton's level of what he was back then like kind of the budget and the, the, the cast to do something like that now.
1: Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, I always think it's... um Hollywood has almost become a little bit too cynical to allow this kind of film to be made now, and I think the because um, because even though it's like gothic and stuff, at, at its core, it really does have. It's very Disney, isn't it? Like it does, it does have a real uh you know disney kind of the the forbidden love the mm. the two people from completely different worlds coming together i think the visual effects thing that you said out was quite interesting because i think that actually with the set design and the camera angles and the colors and stuff with the, the visual effects he just got lazy didn't he, he it, everything was so much easier to do he didn't have to put loads of work into creating really cool visual stuff because everything just be done on the computer and in, in well, perhaps a, not a click lazy a button. but
3: it's not it's not brought the best out of him like him having no boundaries hasn't brought the best out of him it, mm-hmm. and he's and with fairness his his earliest work is his best work which can be said said for many directors um but um I mean, um, what year was this film? 1990. Yeah. So was, so this is the film he did in between the Batmans? No, it's well. what
0: he did afterwards. He did Beetlejuice, Batman and this.
3: No, but in between the two Batman films. Yeah, Returns was yeah. 91. So that's quite interesting. So he, did, he had those two tentpole blockbuster pieces then he did his gem when he was given the freedom to do it. This 94. is what he chose to do. Oh, so what you mean? So,
0: I thought his gem would be Ed Wood.
3: Well, I, I, that's my personal favourite and it's definitely a personal film to him but... I feel this is yeah, it, like his feel, quintessential feels, film that he would have wanted to some make. It's more audience and it feels, films. It
2: feels a lot like what happens now, which is studios say, you know, do one for us, one for one for you, exactly. Do one for us, well, do yours after that, and then do another for us, and that's how that's how it works generally. Um, and this is his, yeah, this is definitely one of his personal projects rather than a Batman
0: movie, yeah, definitely. So in that, I mean, the story, the, the tagline of uh, Edward Scissorhands is. This is a story of an uncommonly gentle man. So you're right, I don't think it's, it's a film that would get necessarily get made in its current guise now. Nevertheless, the studio is suggesting that maybe this is exactly what is needed at this moment in time. Whether it's by Tim Burton or not, we will discuss. But I think the actual concept of what this film represents, the body of it, is very needed now. It's innocent, it's gentle, it's honest. Let's have a talk about this because the studio they're not pitching it but they, they might be interested if you came up with something
1: well i mean the idea that i've had is not innocent or gentle um oh, what is it john it's um so we've basically we've got a superhuman uh humanoid man uh with weapons for hands um, scissors. scissors yeah but you know we- weaponize those scissors sharpen them up whatever uh, they're, already, they're already super sharp they can do ice sculptures I mean they're, they're weapons well they're not uh, designed to be weapons but they're capable of yeah, it yeah he, they, they, he does, do, he does, do, he does do actually he does actually kill someone yeah okay um, oh, so how about he's been uh, scouted he's been headhunted by some super secret like Marine Corps SAS or whatever um, Edward Scissorhands yeah, oh, and okay, then he's okay. become like an assassin. He's like sent in behind enemy lines to uh, you know, you know how he moves. Sell it, he's sell like it to me. Um, all right. So, um on, you know, some unknown undisclosed location top secret um Let's say it's, it's like a ship, okay? It's like an aircraft carrier mm. in, in the ocean. Like, Chinese flag flying. Don't know where it is. South, south, uh, uh, south China Sea somewhere. The disputed, disputed territories. Um, it's at night. There's a big moon. Uh, you know, it's gothic. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's Edward Scissorhands. I so get it. it's still
3: it. the Tim Burton
1: world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton's take on espionage <laughs> nice. yeah exactly uh, and then just a sort of silhouette from this from uh, in, in front of the moon you see uh, just see this guy come down in uh, one of those um, like those fancy parachutes that like you know they do the halo the halo jumps from nice. um, and uh, he just silently lands on the deck runs uh, runs along the deck you know just just obliterates everyone in the entire ship like, like maybe there's almost like a cross section shot of the so ship kills them uh, but by obliterates you mean he, he runs along he kills him he uses his, his yeah, scissors just, like, just like the scissors in the back of the neck just like killed like 200 right. people oh.
3: but, but, uh, but I tell you what quite violent not um, what I was expecting wow
1: <laughs> <laughs> I warned you, it wasn't gentle. And oh, okay, so um, so so he. So he he's, what happens next? I well, mean,
3: he is bloodthirsty at the end of the first one, isn't it? You know, he's well, a, no one thinks, but he's a fucking murderer. yeah. He's got a
1: taste. He's he got a, He's got a taste for blood. I mean, I, somehow I don't know. Uh, I mean, at the end, Winona Ryder is going to have to bring him out of that life somehow. Um, well, I
3: tell you, go, going off the back of this, John, he's thinking the first one. He's so manipulated, right? He's just like she gets him to break into the thing. Like he does whatever she says. So maybe. um someone casts him under that spell as well so he's when he's doing the halo jump and jumping out the plane he's not like I'm fucking super badass doing it he? he's sort of still got that it's sort like of emotion. Space,
1: like, oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like, oh,
0: like kill them all that
1: okay <laughs> yeah yeah and he yeah, he's poking them. people in the neck with his scissors with blood splattering. he's like oh my god, oh my
3: god. <laughs> I suppose go. the scissors would be quite handy for the halo jump when he needs to get out the parachute yeah, as
0: well yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Snip, snip, snips, snips the parachute yeah, off. yeah snips okay, off okay so okay so where are we going with it then so that's that's the start of it he's on the ship he's killed everyone oh I'm sorry then what well, well I'm, I'm
2: ashamed to say I've got nothing better than this <laughs> okay uh, so
1: I'm happy to let this go for oh a while. let's roll with it I say we're in it now So, uh, I mean, so you know, I haven't come up with the full. um, I thought that that scene could maybe last for like the whole hour.
2: (laughs) <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. So, so the, the, beginning, the beginning and end of um, Edward Scissorhands original um, is bookended by, uh, it's, it's all a fairy tale, right? It's, it's put within the context that it is actually mm. a fairy tale. Yeah, it's a bedtime yeah, story. Yeah, it's a bedtime story it's of a grandmother telling to, the... Uh, yeah. It's a granddaughter, isn't it? Um, a young girl, the romantic story of Edward Scissorhands. What, what if you riff on the same idea? Um, it's another bedtime story, but it's for... I don't know, a young boy uh, who who just wants to hear about like fucking action espionage things they just use. It's, it's by the grandmother so she uses the same character, oh, no, Edward Scissorhands, that. again no, you got to tell it. another mm. fo- fairy tale. Good, we yeah. open
3: up the film and it's the grandma like closing the book, like the ending of Edward Scissorhands and the camera goes out down the hall to Granddad <laughs> tuck, <laughs> tuck, tuck, tucking the boy in and the boy's like, I want a boy's story. So... Stretch. I actually did see him again. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in, Sam. <son>. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's our way. It's like we, we we open mm-hmm. the film, leaving the Edward Scissorhands world we know, down the corridor, steady cam shop, <coughs> into the boys'
2: bedroom,
0: buckle up.
2: <laughs> and then we, there once was a man called Edward Scissorhands. I love that. So yeah, Edward exactly.
0: Scissorhands is essentially just a vehicle for any store you want. The only premise means He's gothic and he always has scissors and you could do what you want with him whenever you want. So yeah, that, yeah. And, and
1: he's really fragile as a character, but even, you know, no matter what he does, whether he's a killer, whether he's a, <laughs> a, a, a trapped boy in a castle, he's, he's always he's always got that okay. lonely, maybe, maybe fragile... There, there needs
2: to be some sort of, like, um, consistency character-wise with Edward Scissorhands, or no? Like, do, is, is there an innocence to Edward Scissorhands? He's like, totally, like, this assassin version, he's totally manipulated as yeah. well. And I think the way we do that is...
3: The brother, the boy, um, Renona Ryder's little brother, he is—he's the like espionage sort of FBI guy who recruits him. So the asshole so brother. She forgets about no, him. No, he's the younger brother. Uses him for show and tell and stuff. Oh, yes. In the fairy tale oh, yeah, of yeah. the first yeah. film of the first film, and now his. Now the story goes is he's the granddad telling this story, yeah, and he's telling about when he's an adult. When I grew up, actually, I became quite high powered in the Pentagon. <laughs> and we needed this new assassin um <laughs> assassin program. Yeah. The scissorhand program. Yeah. And and, and, and- I recruited him and I'm well, after not seeing this but I manipulated the fuck out of him. Yeah, me. yeah.
1: After seeing him on TV so in the first one he goes on TV and he with oh, yeah. his hands and he like fucks the electronics up or whatever. He fucks the camera up with yeah, the... Yeah, so uh, that
3: planted the seeds. So once he became quite high-powered in the Pentagon they were like, you, uh, you, uh, you know, had an encounter with that hands guy, didn't you? And yeah. he's like, look, I don't want to talk about this. My sister fell in love with him. It's very delicate to us. Yeah. But they, they, they used that connection to recruit him through the brother who works for the yeah, Pentagon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can just use him like crazy. Like he's a total just slave. Like when he's not destroying Chinese aircraft carriers by himself <laughs> um, <laughs> by night, at the day back at the Pentagon, he's just used by, he's just like giving everyone haircuts and shit. <laughs> like he's just got to do whatever they say. <laughs> the Pentagon, the Pentagon barbershop. <laughs>
3: No, but, he, but they, they keep him in like a, a, an underground prison, and they just have to keep on like throwing blocks of ice in there to keep his mind entertained. So he's just like ice sculpt,
0: sculpting. It, he's totally, so, okay, I like this. Great. Yeah, but, but he's
1: ice sculpting maybe like increasingly weird stuff, or maybe no, no, maybe he still just keeps ice sculpting really innocent stuff like puppies and balloons and no, now and, and, it's and soldiers and stuff. <laughs> I like, so like yeah, guns and soldiers, and maybe like military maps. Yeah, yeah, and like exactly. nuclear fallouts He's sculpted a.
0: Nuclear fallout. Okay, so it's a twist in this that Winona Ryder suddenly finds out through conversations years later that her brother, because she's grown up by this point, but her brother has used Edward Scissorhands, and now she's found out what he's done. Does she have to go and rescue him? Well,
3: she's already told the little girl in the original that she, I never saw him again, but sometimes you can still catch me dancing in the snow. So she's blissfully unaware. Um, however. They do have to use her face, maybe, like every time they need him to stop killing. They <laughs> <laughs>
1: just holds up a picture of a known rider, and, and he's it's just, like oh, um, it's like the Incredible Hulk. Where, they, where, where there's only one woman in the world that will calm him down. <laughs> so every time, he's, every time he's gone too far, they're
3: like, "All right, send down the uh, send down the known rider pictures," and they just shout, like, just shout, like, to <laughs> grab some known <laughs> rider on the air, cut No! Yeah. no.
2: I just just had a a, a small thought, which is, does it need to be connected to the Winona Ryder story that we know? Because it's a different person telling the fairy tale. It can have the same... I like the idea of it having the same characters in it, as in the same actors and the same characters. So you've got Winona Ryder's character, you've got the brother, you've got the, the, the family in that first film. But it's the grandfathers telling a a new original story that has some of the same characters because all stories are drawn from real life inspiration. And, and as you start, you know, I guess as the film goes on, you realize that the grandmother and the grandfather have taken inspiration from their real life. So they use these characters. So Winona Ryder, that representation of that character is actually inspired from their real life stories, but the actual events in the story, uh, the fairy tale itself don't need to be connected to, um, the world that was established and, and, and the story that was told
0: in the first film. Yeah, I get it. So think- he's still gothic and he's still got scissors. It's the same character. Thank
1: you. Yeah, so I think what do you mean that like the storytellers are almost embellishing their own life through the telling of this story. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um and, and that's the that's the explanation that Winona Ride is back. But she doesn't have to be playing the same character that she was in the first Story, like you know, the first fairy tale. So, you mean in a way you could cast, um, is it Alan Arkin who plays the dad? He could be
3: a general or something like that. Exactly. I see. So, it's like, mm. yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a bit like when, um, The Simpsons or Family Guy would. Put the characters as characters, like Mm -hmm. in Star Wars films and stuff
2: like that. Yeah, and Winona Ryder could be like, you know, I don't know, some sort of like Greenpeace anti-military type person who uh, is campaigning against the manipulation of people, um, and discovers Edward Scissorhands while she's like, I don't know, trying to she's trying to infiltrate the boat or whatever it is, like a ship, and she discovers that they've got um, they've actually got a man like you know trapped and uh caged that she then takes upon herself to release that
1: person yeah there could be like an eerie scene there where she's like a greenpeace activist or something on on one of those little greenpeace boats and they're trying to stop the big aircraft carrier from going into something because it's causing like destruction or whatever of of the coral reefs in the area or whatever and but the (laughs) uh, but um as as the aircraft carrier is coming Through towards their ship, but it's just like eerily silent, and there's like no movement on it. And because Edris's hands just fucked him all up already.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like your I like your idea, Joe, but I feel like it needs to be set after the first film. I feel like I know what you're saying; it's an interesting idea, but I kind of like. I think we want to have it related because he's obviously supposedly in that castle anything's actually kind of possible we don't know about but it doesn't mean the first film didn't exist
2: in well, this world well why, why doesn't it because the grandfather is telling a story that isn't like you know fluffy castles in the sky uh, you know like like mansion on the hill stuff he's telling a badass story his version of edward scissorhands which is that you know it, it's a much more modern sort of like he's um, yeah, it's more R-rated. This certainly sounds more R-rated than uh, the first It's going to be pretty bloody, yes. Yeah. yeah, but
3: they if he's in the same house... Ha- I don't know, maybe I'm just getting wrapped up in this too much, but if he's in the same house and the next room as the grandma, they both met him in the original film, and then it's a, it's a continuation of that, even though it's in such a different Yeah, universe. and also
1: something's going to have to happen maybe... Because we're known as a grandma and then with a granddad, presumably the granddad's not Edward Scissorhands, so she will have a different love interest eventually and go on to love someone yeah, else. My
3: idea was that it was the little brother was the granddad who's in that story, so she's oh. strange. Like, she still lives. <laughs> <with him>. <laughs> <laughs> and they have kids. She's like 100 yeah. <laughs> <It's a bit laughs> and He's weird. ninety.
1: That
0: also could happen. She could fall in love with someone else. Edward Scissorhands kills him. Fall in love again. Kills him. <laughs> keeps killing him. <laughs> it's okay. So look, we're going to go with the whole idea of Edward Scissorhands, SAS warrior, granddad. Tells a different story, irrespective of of or, or uncle. It could be the uncle doesn't have to be a granddad. I mean, it's just an old person by the bedside. This is what really happened. Let me tell you some shit. You know.
2: Exactly. But I th- <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of ruins the first film a little bit, but that's okay. I think... Uh, well, it, I know. think
0: John's really sort of kicked off the whole thing with SAS, Moonlight, Dash. Because the, oh. whole, the whole point at the end of the first one is
2: that it, actually the old woman is Willow ride it right? And it's not a story. It's not actually a fairy tale. It's based on her story, Correct. is it? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, well, let's fuck that off and... and no, so no, that's the point, though. So sh- that still exists.
3: That still happened. Nothing is changed from the first film. We go out of that bedroom into her brother who, is, who was the go- the little brother who is now an old man telling the boy a story and this is oh I saw him again when I was an adult here it is
0: the espionage story right right okay so espionage how's it going to end <laughs> what happened to because so far he's gone onto a boat and then they keep him in the prison he's, he's
1: doing the bar well, it's either going bar- to have to end shot. by him somehow getting out of that world or uh, he might just have to die Must, oh, I've, might, I've, got I've got the ending Okay. On, he gets given one so he's
3: yeah we show him doing the barbershop in the pentagon he uh, he has the he has the the underground prison they keep him in where they just have a conveyor belt of ice blocks so he can just keep his mind occupied <laughs> and, <he starts> <laughs> and they just keep on going off and uh, using them for you know the uh, pentagon christmas parties or whatever yeah. <laughs> 70%, 70%, 70% um, uh, and then um, then they one last mission okay this is the big mission we've got for you now and so he's up there in the pentagon like what's going on they're like right you're listening Ed you're listening listening, mate he's like oh yeah I'm listening kill 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 (laughs) and he's still dressed in the um, like the leather you know the the Michael Jackson from that costume he's sort of wearing the leather shit um, with his hair up and um, (laughs) anyway they give him the file and he's got to kill a rogue sort of spy or general who is married to a Nona character, so he goes on that mission. Yeah, to infiltrate like her, where she, mm. like her, where she's happily married to this guy, and he gets to like the window, <laughs> sees her. She never knows about it because obviously, at the end of the Reverend Suzanne's won, She never knew that she saw him again. Mm, he yeah. sees her, can't do it. So then the government turn on him and the little brother's still involved in that trying to stop them from doing it but eventually the government don't kill him they just chase him up and he's back in the fucking castle
1: <laughs> Oh, and he, and, he, and he goes back to his safe safe place and yeah, the exactly, hides away and once again they say just leave him up there <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's not okay. doing
2: any harm
3: <laughs> and so, that, so that way Oda Ryder she was like oh the snow stopped for a little yeah. bit
2: but I like but that. So starts up for a little
3: bit, but then it starts up again, and she's like, I'm dancing again. <laughs> yeah. I like that
1: because you're essentially doing what, like, sitcoms do, and you're sort of putting um, every episode ends at equilibrium. So you've set it up for another we, one we where you just bring it back time. out to a castle again and do it whatever needs, you want with it. It needs to reset. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So okay.
2: we started a franchise. We're not just giving you a sequel, here, James. We started a,
0: a, a franchise that can <laughs> go on forever. Studio, love a franchise. Now
1: let's talk. Cast well, just, is is Depp back course big time is he yeah I suppose he's got to be I'm not a fan of Johnny Depp anymore he's, there's he's quite a lot of makeup aged.
3: isn't there so if you wanted to recast him it's probably possible
1: yeah but I think it. Would so be he ages it. him
2: I yeah 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 it's set several years off. it's set yeah, but okay. scissor- scissor- doesn't does age though does he does, does his hand age at all does he live that's forever that's the problem isn't it Oh, good point. Yeah, no, maybe he does always look that way. Okay, we're de aging Johnny Depp then. <laughs>
0: Fair
3: dues. I actually don't think we'll have to. We'll just put a little makeup on him, and you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I think you could probably. Heavy, he he's heavy. He quite good. You need still, to thin so him I up a little could, bit. Yeah,
2: you could maybe. Just got a use guy makeup. Liner.
3: He's he looked good until about three years ago, and now he's gone kind of full Keith he's,
1: <laughs> he's got weird cheeks now. And good, he. okay, and with no rider.
2: I think well, a lot of the original cast are back. Okay, right. I think a lot of, the, well, if not all of the original no, cast. No, but they,
3: it's set in a different world. So we've got an, ad, we've got an adult guy who plays uh, the, the younger brother who's now working for the Pentagon. So that's our kind of uh, other lead. Yes. Winona Ryder doesn't really feature in it, apart from at the end. And Winona Ryder well, on the and, credits And the images the
1: that he, to come and yeah, down. Yeah, so have a lot of photographs of Winona Ryder. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds instead of Winona Ryder? Ryan Reynolds is a great show.
3: Quirky. Quirky. Uh bit um hyper real. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Okay. Ryan Reynolds plays the yeah. Pentagon guy. Um and then what else have we got? We haven't got many other characters. Baddies.
0: We? we need a real baddie that's got to go and kill. Well
3: that's the ma- that that's how we have Renona Ryder in it. We start showing her life with the baddie general, married to the baddie general, which is his last mission that he can't go through
2: with. Mm. So um Right, she's had to marry someone awful from her past because of financial Whatever. Whoa.
3: Well, she was always capable of that because she was with the dickhead
2: bully as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. she's basically made like, Yeah, she's replaced it. She's she's kind of forgotten and gone back to how she was before, which is like yeah. arseholes. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> she's fallen in love with a massive dick who <laughs> uh
3: it can't be too much of a dick because uh, Edward Cizanz can't go through with killing him because it's he loves her. It's
0: got to be
1: slightly nice
0: but irritating. Yeah, no,
1: no, I just don't think Edward Cizanz can go through killing him because she's watching not because he really he cares be about it. Like, he's terrorist. just watching. He, he doesn't have to be like
0: big nice. He could just be like a cyber hacker killer guy.
2: You want, you want
0: someone <laughs> a bit like, i tell you what you want someone
2: a bit like is, is the dad from Home Alone. What's that actor's name? John Hurd. <laughs> is that his name yeah sure yeah. the dad from Home Alone the, the from home home alone. Alone.
3: <laughs> that's all they've come up
2: with why yeah. why no, no. no, no. <laughs> so, but, but the, the idea of him like you know he plays such a good bad guy in Big yeah that, oh, that, yeah, sort, of, yeah. that sort of character Sliming. is what you he want he's like a slime ball he's got he's able to put on a got it go Jason Bateman yes mm. yes okay. like it yeah yeah slime ball mm. sorry Jason
0: <laughs> no, but he, he has played the old slime ball I okay think. so Ryan Reynolds Jason Bateman Johnny Depp with a lot of makeup on, bit of guy liner, Winona Ryder. And Winona Ryder. Yes. Nice like, coming together.
3: End, and Winona Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, and Tim Burton. It's Tim Bur- I think I'd like to see this still be done by Tim Burton. I was gonna
0: say direction, is it?
2: I think it'll be so nice for him to take such an unexpected turn, right? He's done he's <laughs> No done, one predicted this well, film. Well he's basically done he's basically done exactly what you'd expect him to do for very long time right since, since probably this this film or, or since like the mid 90s he's he's done the same old shit this sounds like a good departure um, at first you're going to be like fuck off he's doing Edward Scissorhands again and then you see it and you're like oh my god it's R rated Edward Scissorhands fucking obliterating people on a ship <laughs> fucking this guy's back
3: it's Tarant- Tarantino back? Tarantino Man,
0: Tarantino. Yeah. Tarantino produces Edward um direct director no, yeah.
3: Tarantino's too well, good or too our house it would be more um, Brookheimer or someone like that like <laughs> yeah uh, like
2: big, big money big, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. big money
3: and maybe the opening like so, like you said you've got it's still his world so you've got the massive aircraft carrier going <laughs> through the ocean and the massive moon yeah, giant and, and like it's almost silhouetted. so it's like mm. oh Suddenly, <laughs> you see him,
0: and it's like <laughs> and the music switches. up It's like a Slipknot soundtrack <laughs> comes in. <laughs> okay, what's it called? Well, uh... I think
3: Ed, just because I want the Joe, I'm sure you'd have got there as well with this. The teaser poster, right? Two, two blades mm. with blood trickling down.
2: Oh! My- Edward Scissorhands with the two from yeah the two scissor blades with blood that's fucking Edward Scissorhands beautiful Beautiful. nice Um, I reckon
0: bloody revenge (laughs) (laughs) yeah the bloody revenge of Edward Scissorhands
3: (laughs) this time it's war (laughs) yeah
0: lovely great marketing okay well look I really want to hear this who's going for it and you call it director's cut (laughs) <laughs> call it what you want. oh done. yeah good yeah you can release like that, like Taken did like the harder cut well look <laughs> studio love a franchise and um, they're interested who's going to pitch well I don't think anyone could do it apart from John
1: um, alright so uh, yeah so it opens up as a cut kind of what seems to be a classic Tim Ooh. Burton movie the uh, big giant moon like giant moon and giant moon reflected in the ocean aircraft carrier comes into view out scissor hands on deck races along bing, 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 bing smashes everyone in the back of the neck with just these scissors heads fucking flying all over the place blood all over the deck maybe like an airplane could even come in to try and land on the aircraft carrier but there's too much blood on the deck at that point it skids <laughs> off into water um, <laughs> and it turns out that he's um, being used by the Pentagon as uh, he's been scouted by the Pentagon as a su- super top secret assassination program when he's not out assassinating he's uh, down in the basement ice sculpturing, barbershop, everyone in the Pentagon's just walking around <laughs> with like incredible fucking hair, <laughs> like amazing and not just like normal cuts as well just like weird big ass fucking and, stuff. Um, and uh, eventually he gets, his, he gets his last mission um, and it's to kill the husband of Winona Rana's character who is a bit of a dickhead um, general maybe um, who is abusive to her, you know, we don't really like him he struggles to kill her uh, he struggles to kill him in front of her he doesn't want to like corrupt her like that he ends up running away, the Pentagon are like, what the fuck are you doing, why haven't you completed a mission you're a liability now, they chase him tanks and shit through the street he's like running through houses (laughs) Um, back to the castle to his safe, uh, to his safe blanket sort of spot um and then the pentagon decide that they'll he's safe there we'll we'll grab well, him for Rails next character, time character uh, sort of gets him there and helps him and sort of oh, okay he so he's got like piece, a bit of a, little, a, yeah. a bit of, he, of a handler character he's little brother, so that's how you keep him on side he he makes the switch and all of this is wrapped up in uh at the end of the first film um winona rider's grandma character is reading a bedtime story um so this one begins with uh we zoom out of there uh, out of their door, track down the corridor. Next door opens. It's a granddad's reading story to um, grandson um, and everything that, you know, aircraft carried her at Pentagon, etc. that I've just explained happens in this, uh, in this bedtime story that he's telling him. At the end of the film, Edward Scissorhands is back in the castle. We zoom back out of the castle, back through the window. Granddad in there, closes the book, um, tucks the son to sleep, uh, pan back out of that room, down the next corridor, door opens a crack, and then what? Edward Scissor Hands 3. Oh,
3: I like that. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. Okay. And what's it called? Edward Scissor Hands 2. Director's Cut, was it? <laughs> bloodletting
0: uh, The hard, no, harder hard, cut. The hard yeah, cut harder cut. Bloody one.
1: Revenge, or there's, there's a strap line that
0: you yeah. need to work on. Well, Edward well Scissor well Hands done. 2, just yeah, one, just hand, one cut. Good. Well, you heard it here first. It was a film no one expected, but nevertheless, it was a film that we needed. It was Edward Scissorhands 2, Bloody Revenge, the director's cut, <laughs> but we're more interested in what you would have come up with because, uh, mate, who knows? You know, it might be better than that. Leave us a comment, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, we'd love a five star, but more importantly, we'd love to see you next time.
1: Thanks, guys. Cheers.